Welcome to Grounded in the Middle, where stories of taking root in the small moments are shared from experiences living in the country and restoring our 185-year-old farmhouse. I'm so glad you're meeting me here today in the middle. Hi there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Grounded in the Middle. I am Danielle Folk, your host. Today's podcast is going to be a lot different, and I've titled it Unscripted because that is exactly what I'm doing today. I am sitting at our community park up on the hill, and if you can, close your eyes for a minute. I'm surrounded by snow as we had several inches come down last week that is still here, and I have surrounding me entirely pine trees that are hundreds of feet tall, and the evergreen, beautiful canopy is just well above my head. It's gorgeous. So why am I here today? I am here sitting at the park because I have no internet at home. We have gone through it. I've mentioned it before, but it's, it is particularly bad right now. And we had a good weekend, but kind of like one of those weekends that were just kind of like, meh. Like, it wasn't the greatest. It was just kind of, like I say, meh. Friday night, we had had Thursday, Friday off from school. We got to Friday night, and it was like, what do we want to do for the weekend? And I had some small things that I wanted to get accomplished, but then it turned into our one and only bathroom right now. It needs to get addressed. We painted it five years ago and gotten it all freshened up, a new vanity, And again, remember that we live in an old farmhouse. It's 185 years old. Um, We freshened it up when we moved in, but it's been five years, and with all of us using it and the kids being so hard on it, it's just it's it's time for it to have the ceiling scraped a little bit, put a fan in. We've been leaving like the door cracked or a window open uh, to let humidity out, but it's just gotten to be at a point where it needs a new paint job and just freshened up. Um, It also is hard when your youngest likes to um, swing on the handles because he's tiny, even though he has a stool, and he has broken the faucet handles. So it's like we have other projects going on, and the things that were fixed are now broken five years later. That's just kind of how it goes, right, in any household, new or old. But anyways, we set out to Lowe's. We spend the entire afternoon at Lowe's. We bought a new faucet. We bought a towel hook. We bought a new, oh, toilet paper holder, too, because wouldn't you know they've broken that. We used to have a towel rod, but our daughter decided a few years ago that, I don't know, she like she must have thought it was really sturdy because pulled it, broke it off. Um, so we haven't had a towel rack, so I wanted to hang up some hooks, stuff like that. We also bought materials and things to patch walls. We bought that fan that we need in the bathroom. We get home, and my darling husband starts working on the fan, working on the electric to make sure everything's squared away and get all that kind of cleaned up and tidy, got the fan in, and he says he's going back to the attic to attach the pipe that then goes out of the house, you know, that takes out the steam. So he goes up there and comes back down, and he says, "Um, I can't find the hole (laughs) to the vent. And I said, what? And we remembered that the roofers had come, and they had done, you know, the bathroom, the toilet, 
vent and then the kitchen vent, and we were pretty sure that there was a vent for a fan as well. And it had snowed. And I said, I know I have pictures of it. Let me let me look for the pictures and see if, in fact, there is a vent up there and we're just missing it, you know, like it got covered up. So sure enough, there is not a hole. There is no vent on the roof to hook this fan up to. So we spent all this time and it doesn't work. But it is installed. So the point is, right, progress is progress. But now it's like, well, we have another unfinished project, kind of like our gutters. But you can't help that with an old house. Um, you know, you start, you hit, when the weather's good, you hit the projects hard, you get as far as you can. And we got more done than we ever expected to get done in winter because we had temperatures that were in the 50s and 60s. But I had a moment where I just kind of felt like I'm over it. What are we doing here? Why did we do this? We have all these open-ended projects. And what's really frustrating, for those of you who own old houses or maybe you grew up one or have a family member or you can just imagine what it would be like, it can get overwhelming when, one, you're running a family, but, two, you feel like you have another child in your home and it needs you so bad and it's pulling you in so many different ways and you're just trying and trying and trying. And when you have moments where, like, a project isn't complete that it really could have been complete, it's like, really? So then we moved on to the sink and thought we put the faucet in. Well, then that didn't work out. So then that was a return. What else? It's just been so many things. It's like, well, we tried and that didn't work. And well, we tried and that didn't work. And everything that I had thought about, little projects I wanted to do, like hanging some hooks up because the dog lead keeps falling off the command hook off the wall. Share with everybody how great it is to do things that are outside the norm, that are outside the box. And I just kind of feel down right now. I feel frustrated. I feel like I'm kind of hitting a wall. And I feel like as much as we want to make progress on something, there is always there's always some hard stop. And it's like, well, shoot, now we can't do, we can't go any further. And it's frustrating. And I think that's something that a lot of us can relate to where we feel like we've got such great momentum going and things are easy and things are getting um, done the way that, you know, we hope and wish that, that they will. And then sometimes some of the simplest things can be the most difficult to get accomplished or to get through. And it's like, why? And so I'm sitting up here in the park looking at this, this beautiful scenery thinking, what is the lesson I'm supposed to learn from this past weekend? Is it that I just need a good reminder that we committed to this old house because they don't like hearing the word, like, I'm blessed. You know, what are the blessings in your life? But for me, I don't know any other way than saying, how do you count? You know, you have to count your blessings. And you need to. But I will say one thing that came out of this past weekend is I went to church. And the very last thing that the pastor said was that that I hung on to was patience. And it was almost like it struck me, like God like gave me a shove <laughs> in the pew and was kind of like, hey, did you hear that? Patience, have patience. I think sometimes when we moved out here, we were so ready to work on our house, and then we had a hard stop with Aaron and the back surgery he had. God literally said, like, no, look, you moved out here to change. 
you moved out here to slow down. You still continue to move really fast. You're you're not hearing the message. You're not you're not doing it. So here's your hard stop, right? And we couldn't work on the house. So again, I don't know if this is God just giving me a gentle reminder to dial it back. Um but at the same time it is it is super frustrating to have to be in the slow. But it's winter time and usually our summertime is a time of productivity for us and maybe since it's February I'm getting a bit antsy to get going and moving again but I also know it's a time that we need the slow we need to rest we need we need to soak that in but it's just extremely difficult back when I was teaching I would have a piece of Dove chocolate every day out of my desk drawer and on the inside of those Dove chocolates, if you're not familiar, there's a little saying or a message. And one day I opened it up and the message said, the beauty is in the mess. The beauty is in the mess. And I saved that little wrapper for the longest time in my drawer. And I ended up taking a picture of it and throwing the wrapper away when I was moving out of my classroom when I left teaching. And the other day I was cleaning up my desktop because it was just too cluttery, if cluttery is a word. But I saw the I saw the picture on my flash drive and I clicked on it and it kind of made me stop and think, you know, the beauty is in the mess. And I have said this so many times over the past five years, you know, but still sometimes I find myself in these hard places and it's really hard to find the beauty in the mess. My son got me a bird feeder for Christmas. It's beautiful. And it came from a shop in Hamilton, Ohio. It's called Gramco. And Gramco has been around for a hundred plus years. Family owned. It's been in the family forever. And it's special because I'm I'm on the board with one of the family members who works there. And I hung it up underneath our porch in hopes that maybe the birds would come and be able to get out of the weather. And Recently, with the snow, it seems as though the small collection of birds who have been visiting, they told all their friends. And so when it snowed, I woke up and I walked out, and I they must have seen me through the windows because they all kind of like flew away. There were dozens of birds plus a pigeon that came, but they were out of food. And so I went out and I, I hurried and filled it, and there was just dozens and dozens of birds all day long. And this has gone on now for the past several days. No. And in looking out the window, I have been wanting to share on social media these beautiful, vibrant cardinals. And they come in pairs. There was like three pairs of cardinals. And I've been wanting to snap a picture. But outside my window, there is scaffold set up from when we were working on the gutter. And it's not very pretty looking, right? But it made me think of that wrapper. It made me think how there is beauty, the birds, and the mess of fixing up this old house. And just because, yes, there are some things here and there in that image, you know, if you have the eye to look and to find, you've got to find the beauty in, in the mess, whether it's a, a big mess, a small mess, whatever it is. And so I still have not come to a conclusion on this past weekend and maybe that theme. I think one of the themes is finding beauty in the mess. 
I also kind of feel like maybe there is a lesson in patience because that kind of came through to me at church. It kind of it kind of piqued my my attention when it was said. But I also believe that there's one more message. I'm not sure what the message is yet, but sometimes it takes time. It takes a day or two, you know, like I've said before in the past, sometimes it absolutely takes time to figure out what the message is that we're supposed to be learning. And so I'm going to be spending the rest of the week painting, which I'm looking forward to. I haven't painted a room in a while. And I'm really excited to add some new color into the bathroom. And so I'm looking forward to doing that. In effort to save a little time and work through kind of what's going on with our fourth baby, the house, I'm coming to you today unscripted. And I really hope that in all of this, somewhere, you have related, you have been able to take something away, or maybe you even have something you could share with me. I would love to hear from you. Well, I would love to stay here and just soak in this view and the sunrise, I think it's time for me to venture home and to kind of wrap my mind around what needs to be done and get organized and excited to hopefully complete this project here by next weekend and and kind of maybe ponder while I do those things about what's the lesson for this week. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate um, you tuning in and listening to today's unscripted podcast. Y'all take care and have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you will rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share with those you know. If you'd like to see more of what life is like in the middle, you can find me on Instagram at Farmhouse Storyteller or head to my website, farmhousestoryteller.com. And remember, while the middle is not always the most comfortable place to linger in, it can sometimes create the most memorable pivot in life, the pivot that had to happen for everything else to fall in place. I'll see you next time.